These are some of the major stories which made the news this week in The Hunter. The Hunter's Ukrainian community was praying for their friends and family members overseas as the country faces a Russian invasion. Major cities and military installations have faced shelling, missile strikes and heavy fighting. The Ukrainian president reported on Friday 137 people, including civilians, have been killed in the first day of the conflict. The United Nations expect 100,000 people will seek refuge on the western border. A vigil was held at the Ukrainian Catholic Church in Adamstown on Friday morning. Volodymyr Motika, a representative of the Ukrainian community in the Hunter, said it's important the region shows solidarity with Ukraine. I think we have to maintain as much as possible our resolve and focus on what is at stake. We forget at times that although we live in the beautiful Hunter River area, Hunter region, in Australia so far away, that we are directly connected. A federal court appealed by the ACCC over container trade restrictions at the Port of Newcastle continued this week. The port said it can afford to build a container terminal, but requirements to financially compensate Port Botany would make the project impossible. The consumer watchdog maintained the restrictions which were put in place when Newcastle was privatised are anti-competitive, but New South Wales Ports told the court there's no business case for Newcastle, even disregarding the compensation rules. Newcastle Council rejected a motion pushing for an independent report on plans to concrete the bottom of the city's ocean baths. There's concern covering up the natural rock shelf would threaten the pool's sandy floor. Councillor John Church put forward the motion. He said the Labor Majority Council is starting to become arrogant. There was meant to be extensive consultation on this matter, but the issue of the concrete floor was presented to the community reference group as a fait accompli uh, without any debate allowed, and that's what's upset the residents. They want to make sure that this is the right decision and I think we should pause and I think we should take the advice of some expert independent engineers to make sure we're getting it right. A graffiti clean-up campaign in the Newcastle CBD earned backlash from local businesses who said they weren't impressed by the unauthorised paint jobs. The effort was organised by former Lord Mayor Jeff McCloy after claiming the City of Newcastle wasn't doing enough to counter vandalism. But Newcastle Council said it received a number of complaints about businesses not being consulted and the poor quality of the work. Morissette will welcome a new concert venue after a redevelopment application was approved this week. The rework of the city's former country club golf course will also feature a restaurant and a cafe. Port Stephens Council voted to sell a parcel of land at Fingal Bay to fund capital works projects, but only as a last-minute alternative to another piece of land which has been identified as koala habitat. Mayor Ryan Palmer was initially the deciding vote to sell a vacant block at Salamander Bay, but five councillors rescinded that call when the Fingal Bay proposal was put forward. The waterfront lot on 109 Foreshore Drive has raised community concern in the past, being a koala corridor. A Merrill Minute claimed any sale would have a minimal impact on the animals, but Councillor Giacomo Arnott said it was reckless to try and sell the land in the first place. The Koala Corridor actually, uh, on the casting vote of the Mayor, was uh, voted to be sold off. My expectation is that now that an alternate source of funding for this list of projects has been found, 
there will no longer be any need to proceed with any sale of the koala corridor at Salamander Bay. And it's possible the chicken industry could say goodbye to the hunter with Bayada weighing up whether to close its Beresfield meat processing plant. Thousands of jobs would be lost in the closure. The company cited COVID-19 as a major impact on the possible decision to close completely or cut back production levels. Wolves End MP Sonia Hornery called on the Minister for Agriculture to step in. She said community members have expressed their concern and it could devastate the local economy. The company says workers are safe at the moment. To NURFM Sport. And in sport this week, the Newcastle Knights opened their pre-season trials with a 16-all draw against the New Look Bulldogs at McDonald Jones Stadium. The Knights showed positive signs throughout their first hit out of the season, with star centre Bradman Best saying they now need to do the same against Storm next week. The Knights NRLW side unveiled their leadership group with three captains selected to lead them into their inaugural season. Romy Teitzel, Caitlin Johnson and Crystal Reuter will form the captaincy group with their opening match being played against the Eels this Sunday. Newcastle are reportedly in the running to be included in a proposed Super Netball expansion. There are reports Super Netball boss Kelly Ryan revealed the Hunter is among four possible locations for a new team and the Jets bounced back from last week's loss to claim 1-0 over Western Sydney. Newcastle struggled in the first half but came alive after a 61st-minute Angus Thurgate goal put them in front. And to now you're up to date with the week's top stories from 2NURFM Hunter News.